Would you like to be happier? Would you like to have a stronger marriage? Would you enjoy having a better relationship with your children, your parents, your siblings, your friends, the people that you work with? Wouldn't we all? In a world where we have everything at our fingertips, have more wealth than can be imagined, and are protected by many devices, God has been replaced. People are experiencing loneliness, stress, depression, and a host of many other mental illnesses. The temperature of the world continues to rise as people try to figure out what to do about climate change. Crime continues to rise as people spread further and further apart to keep themselves from harm. What if the answer to all these concerns is God? Join me on this podcast as I journey through a passage that has shaped the life of my wife and me. Psalm 127. This passage holds the keys to what ails the world. I absolutely believe it. Join me in this podcast as we journey together talking about life, love, work, play, all of it, just to figure out if God is really the most important thing in our lives. Hello today, and welcome to Unless the Lord, a podcast with me, your host, Alan Getty. I hope this week finds you well. I am, uh, I am doing, had a great week. Um, maybe you had a great week too. I hope you had a really good week. Um, I think that, uh, this week I, I sat down and, and thought long and hard about what I was going to do for my podcast this week and came up with nothing. Zilch. So here's the problem with podcasts, right? Is you want to give content that's worthwhile. You want to help people out. You want to do things. And I couldn't come up with anything. It was so funny. And then this morning, um, I went on to the news and was reading about the congresswoman who went to Arizona, who is uh, an American Palestinian. And I thought, you know, I haven't talked about my thoughts on American Palestinians, uh, the Israeli movement, uh, well, the, not the movement, that's a weird thing to say, the war, anti-Semitism, some, some really hot topics right now. And um, here's what's funny is I don't know that I have a strong opinion on a lot of it, but I think I have, the, I think I have a, a biblical opinion on it. So um, anyway, I really, I, you know, I hate war. I really hate war. I hate that people are being killed and people are dying. Um, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. And, and you just hear about the hostages in Israel and and the hostages in Palestine and the, at the Gaza Strip. And it, it, it does. It sounds terrible. And if you listen to one news station, you get, um, you know, this is the beginning of World War III. And there's definitely some some possibilities that, um, Israel is, when you attack Israel, you, you sort of bring that, that, that idea to forefront because Israel is such an important nation. Now, here's what's funny about that is I was thinking about, um, Israel as, as, you know, that important nation. And, and I think maybe a lot of people don't even know why. Um, and so I, I, those that probably listen to my podcast know why I'm sure. Cause Israel is, they are the nation that God chose many, many thousands of years ago. And, um, the way that they got that land was violent. And, um, the way God chose 
for them to go in and take that, that to take Israel the way the Hebrews did that, it, it was a violent way. Um, and the Bible writes it down. It's history. It's so, uh, if you believe that history, then you can say that, that Israel was, was taken by violence. Uh, it was a violent time. The thing is this, though. It was a violent time. I mean, if you think about how um, I live in New Mexico and I have my land that I own, that I have a mortgage on in New Mexico. And when you think about this land, it was it was fought for. Um, you know, New Mexico, it was it it was there was a war over this land. For me to be able to live here in freedom. Uh, when you think about all of Western United States, it was taken from somebody. Um, and I don't know if you can really take something from somebody who doesn't own it, but when you think about just the idea that what our world looked like even, even 300 years ago, 200 years ago, we were a world that was coming into these pieces of properties that had people living in them and we decided we wanted them. And that, and that had been going on for thousands of years because that's, that's, you know, God had chosen a land for the Israelites and they had to go get it. And it, it, was, it was fought for, it was violent at times. And in both cases, when I think about when I think about America and how um, the Americans, the first original Americans, the thirteen colonies, and how how we as Americans spread across this nation um, did kind of the same thing that the Israelites did. Not that we were chosen by God to do it, but I think that what's happening in Israel right now isn't just over the last 20 years, you know, it's, it's hundreds of years. It's thousands of years of battling over land, battling over religion, battling over what, what somebody believes. And it's hard to get upset. Um, for me, it's hard to get upset at people who are passionate about their religion. Now, if their religion is violent in nature, in other words, if what your religion is based on is that we are going to kill everybody and make everybody believe what we believe, I do have a problem with that. But um, but I don't have a problem with passionate religion. I mean, I think I think that's that's a good thing. I wish more Christians were passionate about about bringing people to Jesus. I wish more Christians were passionate about living for Jesus. And um, I think it would really, I think it would really change our world. So anyway, let's get back to the Israel-Palestine thing. So here's my thing: is in America we say free speech. I totally agree with free speech. Absolutely. Um, I do struggle with hate speech, no matter why you might have it. Um, I struggle really hard with people saying things against nobody here in America is in that war over there actively. 
So it really bothers me on either side of the fence when we say we've got to stand up with with this person because of what's happening to them and we're not there. The news inflates and 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 really in my opinion the news the news really it's selling its its news, so I don't think it's always telling the truth. So I do struggle with all of it. I struggle with that hate speech. I do I wish I mean, here's what I believe is I believe Israel is God's chosen people. I believe that those that the Jewish people are are God's chosen people. I do also believe that many of them have fallen away from God and don't and don't follow Jesus anymore. Well, many of them didn't follow Jesus in the first place because they didn't believe in Jesus. They were responsible for killing Jesus. I'm not not the ones today, the ones thousands of years ago. So, but I still believe that God chose the Israelites for a reason and they are his chosen people. And I do think that they need our support because God because God chose them. But here's the thing, what does our support look like? Is it war support? I think maybe to a certain extent we always want to support people that are being treated violently. I think if if you were attacked, I would want to be a a country that steps in and and helps those that are being attacked. But here's the way we're really going to support Israel. And and I'm going to get off this really quick cuz I have some I have a couple other things I want to talk about with it, but the way we're going to support Israel is by bringing Jesus to them and reminding them that Jesus, who was also an Israelite, who was Jewish, um, loved them enough to die on the cross for them and forgive them of their sins. And regardless of the Jewish nation and the Israelite nation and and um, how how they what they believe about Jesus, the truth is is all nations need to know about Jesus. Uh, what's funny is that the, this war. Um, is between two religious ideologies that believe in one God. So you have Christianity believes in one God. You have Islam believes in one God. And Judaism believes in one God. These three religions, two of them, Islam and Judaism, are at war on the Gaza Strip. And I don't think that um, the Islamic religion is is better or worse. Well, I think it's worse. Because the Islamic religion is... The ones that we're, we're hearing about and the fighting that's going on is a violent religion right now. Um... Judaism was a violent religion. I do believe that. I believe that to get the land, the promised land, they had to be violent to get there. And God was clear that he didn't want any other people left other than other than the Israelites. So, so in the Bible, we can see the violence. The problem is that Islam has a goal to wipe everybody out. And Christianity has a goal to bring everybody to Christ. Which doesn't mean they die. It means they live a life, live a life more full. Okay, 
I don't know if that helps at all. I'm just, these are my thoughts. I just think about stuff because I'm, I'm like, I am, like I said last week, I'm just a normal guy. I have quite a bit of biblical knowledge and I'm trying to say the things that I'm like, this is what's going through my head. I mean, I think we need to protect Israel. I think we would need to protect anybody who's being attacked. I do think that the Middle East is a very, very violent place right now. And and I think it's our job as one of the strongest countries in the world and one of the strongest militaries in the world to protect those that are being attacked. Here's, you know, and how does that look? Like, well, is Israel being vengeful now? Are are we helping with that by wiping off a terrorist organization? That's the hard part for me because... I don't want terrorist organizations. I want them to go away and and I want them to to meet Jesus, but maybe not through death. I don't know. It's very difficult for me um, because I really, I don't like war. I know I hunt. I know I like guns, but war to me seems like such a, such a terrible way to fix things. But there is definitely some truth to the fact that we live in a world where there are people, there are nations who want to destroy other nations. And um, how do we address that as as Christians, as people? Um, I think maybe the only way to address it is, is through, through violent means. But man, it would be really cool if Christianity, if, if Christians across the nation, across the world... We're so powerfully in love with Jesus that we could change the world so that violence was becoming less and less. And violence has become less and less. I mean, you think about the world that we lived in. Well, not that we lived in. I didn't certainly never lived in it. But when I think about New Mexico, the area where I live, and you think about this area 150 years ago, and there's Billy the Kid and all of the gunslinging and the sheep wars and all of those things that went on here. Um, this was a very violent place. There's no telling how how often gunfights took place right where I'm standing, where my home is a peaceful home, and there's no gunfights here. Sometimes there's gunfire, but not gunfights. Um, how often maybe that happened? What What happened right here 150, 200 years ago that's been replaced by a home that loves Jesus and that the family... Um, gets along but but even even in that thought process you know it wasn't my land 200 years ago 300 years ago it was nobody's land or or maybe it was maybe it was somebody's land maybe there was a river flowing through i don't know it's just one of those things that you start thinking about and you're like no matter how you look at it this land that i'm living on was not necessarily anybody's at one point and now it's mine I own it I can say that I own this piece of land and so and I don't know the means which I got it and I and I think about um, many of the people in Israel and along the Gaza Strip and uh, you know those there are some people that that are living in Israel right now that um, maybe they maybe they 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 went to synagogue and maybe they learned how they got that land. Maybe they didn't. And and how many people that are that are not with Hamas or 
or um, that live in that area that don't quite understand the culture war and the, the war that's been going on there for years and years and years. I don't know. Those are just thoughts. Because um, like I said, I, I sit around and I go, man, I really hate that people are hurting and dying. For what cause? For a strip of land? For a religious ideology? <sighs> That's the one thing I really love about Jesus. And I think that ultimately... Because, you know, when it comes right down to it, I accepted Jesus Christ when I was 16. And I had no idea what I was doing. I just I just knew that, um, that I didn't... That when I heard about what Jesus who Jesus was and and what he stood for and what he did for me and what that offered me. I wanted that. I wanted that in my life. And uh, here I am now 40 years from that, well, 30 years from that. And um, I got to tell you, man, the more I think about Jesus, the more I'm absolutely amazed at the things that he said that that made sense. And and Jesus came in the New Testament to bring the world peace not not through war, but through his love and through what he sacrificed, not through what he battled. You know, everybody in the, everybody in um Israel, everybody in Jerusalem wanted him to come in and take over the Romans. Even the disciples themselves were like we're we're going to we're going to be a part of this royal crowd. But Jesus went the other direction and said, no, I'm going to sacrifice my life for the, for, for the world so that they can know Jesus, so they can go to heaven. And, you know, that is so countercultural to the world we live in. It's so countercultural to the world that, that, was, that was then. Because even then, the world was about taking over more, getting more, being the strongest, most powerful country so that you had the biggest piece of land. That's what the world was about. And it's similar to today. It's still that way today. (coughs) Maybe it's not land. Maybe it's who has the most money, who has the biggest military. But Jesus is countercultural to that. And I think part of what we struggle with as Christians is that we still want the, the, the dream, but we also want to love Jesus. And there, there's a problem is that you can't serve both masters. You can't serve both money and God. One will win out. And, and I struggle with that. As a man, I struggle with that. So how does that come back to Israel and Hamas and all that? Well, that's, that's the problem, is that everybody wants that piece of land. Everybody wants to be the strongest, the best, even over there. there Jesus has been taken out of that part of the world. And in fact, it's been, he's, been, he's been taken out of the world. He's, well, let's be honest, even when Jesus walked the earth, he wasn't, he wasn't the most popular person with, with governments and, and with all of that because he spoke against the government culture. He spoke against anything other than his love. And so when I think about Israel and I think about what's happening and 
and the, the people on the Gaza Strip, innocent people and guilty people, is that it's not right. You know, and I know in America we have people picking sides too. And um, just about the congresswoman who was speaking in Arizona and, and she was speaking for Palestine and she got censored and people have been speaking for Israel and they get censored. And here's the thing is hate's hate. And I just don't think hate belongs in our Christian world. And I, I hear it a lot. You know, and when we start talking about the Israel and, and the war over in, in the Middle East right now, is it's a lot of hate. And that hate bleeds over into, into the Christian world because we, we believe that we, are, we have to protect Israel. And I, I totally agree. We should protect every nation that's being attacked, every person that's being attacked. But here's the deal. It's not about hate. It's not about I'm, I'm mad because they're attacking Israel and I hate what they stand for. It should be about I love them because Jesus loved them and I'm, I'm willing to go. I'm willing to pray. I'm willing to do the things that, that could change the situation, not heighten it. So, I don't know, kind of a confusing post today because it's been something that's been on my heart for a while how how do we as christians how do how do i as a guy who lives over here i am far away from war um i am far away from from uh from that sort of violence i really am i mean i'm standing out on my back patio right now i hear nothing but chickens and my dog walking and i'm looking at the sunrise I have no, there's no violence around me right now. And, and I don't want to put my family in line of, and if some, let me, let me just, let me just tell you, if somebody came into my house and was going to take the lives of my children, I would get violent. If somebody was hurting a family member, I might get violent. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how violent I would get. I, I would want to stop it. And and I think that has to be the ultimate goal is that we stop the violence and, and we bring some sense of peace. America has the ability to do that. But sometimes I think where where we sit is that we are just mad and we are angry and we are going to conquer. We still, that's that's how this country was formed and I think it's still how we think sometimes. And I'm not... I'm not mad about it. It's just something I think about. Like, is it okay for us to be that way? And not that, and I don't, I am one of the few people that that doesn't sit on some high horse of America and say we are a Christian nation and God blessed our nation. And I mean, maybe he did. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't. It's just that that's not a high horse I'm willing to sit on and start telling people that America is better than everybody else. I think America has been blessed beyond belief um, because we 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 we've done things that caused us to be blessed, and it can be taken away in a heartbeat. And I just said earlier, when I'm sitting out here on my patio and I'm looking around, it can be taken away in a heartbeat. Everything here, like in an instant, you know. Think about what happened to Job in the Bible in an instant. So. I just am not willing to accept uh, 
that 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 because we're blessed that that's about God because the Bible says he'll reign on the just and the unjust what I know is is that regardless of whether or not we're blessed um, the Israelites have turned away from God the Islamic people have have turned away from God I really believe that I don't believe that that the majority of the Islamic people are following a God that that sent Jesus down to die on the cross and America has turned away from God in in many ways and the only way that we that we that we will ever see peace is when Jesus comes back I know that I know that that wars are going to continue to happen the Bible says that but here's the thing is that my role it's a little role right I mean I'm one guy who who has children who wants to see his children grow up who wants to see his family have 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 children and wants to have grandchildren great-grandchildren I mean that's that's my world and that's the truth I want to retire and I want to enjoy life and I want to enjoy my home and I want to you, you hear what I'm saying it's like we're I'm a simple little piece of a greater puzzle. But my piece in that puzzle has to be following God. And when I think about the war in Israel and I think about the, the Israelite and the Palestinians and just what's going on and the hate that's being spread and the, all of it, and I think, where's Jesus? Well... I think the obvious answer is Jesus isn't isn't anywhere. Um, and I think that as Christians, we have to focus on that. We need to be praying extensively that that Jesus would be would that Jesus would be the focus of our prayers. If you're going to pray for Israel, pray that they would find Jesus. If you're going to pray for the Palestinians, pray that they would find Jesus. If you're going to pray for Iran, pray that they're going to find Jesus. If you're going to pray for your neighbor, pray that they would find Jesus. Jesus is the answer, and that's all there is to it. And as we come to this season where the holidays are going to be happening and we're going to be eating a bunch of food and we're going to be celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, it's like, man, if only Jesus and what Jesus taught were the ways of our world. You know, as much as as much as I I know I don't live for Jesus the way I should. I know that I fail many times. But I think it's it's simple to just pray that people would find Jesus. Not beat them over the head with Jesus, but pray that they would find Jesus and know Jesus. Okay, final thing. Yesterday I went to... I told you guys I started driving bus. So yesterday I was driving bus for a group here in Roswell. And um, we were at a at an event. It was an all-day event. We had lunch and we had dinner. And we went to lunch and one of the kids came up to the the director, the teacher that was there. And I'm, I'm just a bus driver, so I, I, don't, I'm, I don't hold authority. I don't go with authority other than... When we get on the bus and I 
tell the kids, hey, sit down, put your belt buckles on, whatever. Uh, and this kid um, comes up to the director and he tells him, I can't, I can't eat the lunch here. Um, it'll make me sick. And the teacher didn't know that and didn't know that there were any dietary restrictions and and he couldn't leave. And I I looked at him and I said, Hey, look, man, would a salad work? And and this this young person said, Sure. And I went, Great. And so I went to Subway. I went, stood in line, figured out. And of course there were it was a lot of schools at this event. There was a big event. And there were other schools that were there and some of them ate lunch there and some of them went somewhere else. And so I walked across the street thinking it would be an easy deal. And I got over there and there was a long line and I waited and I got this, this person a salad and I took the salad back and they were very thankful. And, and, and what's funny is I drove the bus and um, I, I enjoy driving a bus for the kids. I don't, you know, I don't do it. I do it because I just enjoy those kids and it's, it's fun and I get to hang out with them. And, and that was the highlight of my day was going and getting a salad for this, this kid who was going to be sick. And so I got him a salad and he wasn't sick and he was, he was very happy. He was very happy that I did that. And, uh, that was the highlight of my day. <laughs> so funny it was. Cause I'm like, well, this is fun. I got to help this kid out. Anyway, so uh, I know I kind of rambled a little bit, but just those are just my thoughts on the Israel and Hamas thing is, man, you know, what, what would be different if, the, if we as Christians continue to do our job and, and love people and love God? I don't know, just my thoughts. Instead of getting upset that the war is happening, how about, I mean, be upset, but how about we pray for those people, both sides of that fence. All right, guys, have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.